Go thou, O son of man, I have set thee a watchman unto the house of Israel. Therefore thou shalt hear the word of my mouth and warn them from me. Have no fellowship with the unfruitful works of darkness, but rather expose them. Coming to you from an undisclosed location in Middle Tennessee and examining current events from a biblical perspective, this is Bible News Radio with your hosts, Randall and Stacy Harp. <laughs> Hello, people. Hey, this is Twyla Paris. Yeah, it is. This is her song, which I don't know if you can hear it because it's so low. This is an old song. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so I guess we're going to play this. This is what Bareface wanted me to start the show with. <clears throat> Alright. And there's Bareface, people. We haven't heard this in a number of years. Mm-hmm. Like a long time ago, huh? Yep, this is us. Looks like we moved to the right a little bit since last night. Better than moving to the left, probably. Hello, Joe. What's the topic for tonight? The topic for tonight is the use of tongues. And it may not be what you think. So like tongues, like the gift of tongues or the, the tongue? The tongue? Tweak that out. I'm gonna, I'm gonna send it out on text messages. Sorry, archive people. I know it's boring for you to hear all this. Oh, <laughs> if you're gonna sing, why don't you put yourself on screen and take me off? <laughs> okay. Disciples. 
right. There we go. Oops. All right. That was a really unenergetic opening to the show. But hey, whatever. <laughs> you requested sorry, it. I'm sorry. I didn't, need, I didn't <laughs> know that I need to put it on my sackcloth and ashes to fully. What? Hey, Yanji. <laughs> to put the effect in full force. Right. Long face and. Don't betray an accent. Far into the kingdom. Anyway. <laughs> Seemed pretty happy. Kind of peppy to me. Oh, I didn't say it wasn't peppy. I just said. Don't says... betray an accent. Far. In other words, shut up. No, I, I mean, it's just. <laughs> it, it wasn't really energetic. You know? I mean. The people that have just come rolling in to this show because of that song, which is like what thirty years old, something like that. Something like that. I mean, did you guys like that song? I mean, it's a good song. Don't get me wrong; it's a good song, but you know, just it for an opening the, the, song. It's... The production is decidedly nineteen eighties, but <laughs> the the like... lyrical content is. Is befitting for opening song. It's the the sure it is. Of course it is. It's it's befitting Sunudio. Is you realize you're opening song. Repeating this. Of course it is. It's it's befitting Sunudio. Oh wait, hold on. Mute. Thank you. I didn't know. My bad. This is why we wear headphones for a live program, so we know what the audio is. Hey. What's going on? All right, look. I'm trying to delete this right here. I know many of you think what we do is super easy. And, you know, it takes skill, obviously. There we go. See the delay? Bareface is not up here with me anymore. Oh, there we go. Now there's a lots of me. All right, well, anyway, so welcome to the show, people. Glad you're here, the three of you that showed up for Bible study. Um, <laughs> no, in all serious, wait, hold on. Okay. You know, it was a hard decision to determine to do a show strictly in the Word of God. Not, not because it's hard to be in God's Word, but because, frankly, the ratings are a lot better when we talk about politics. All I got to do is go back to all of our archives and... Anytime we talk about Donald Trump or the gay agenda or politics or, or anything having to do with politics, things that are political and go bump in the night, then that's when people like to come in. Or gossip. You know, if you want to gossip about other people like in the Christian world or, or the Periscope community or people in general. Oh, man, gossip, man. Tons of people come in for that. But God's word. Like there's only... There's only a couple people that do that, and you are out of order if you're one of those people that don't show up when we're talking about God's Word people, just saying, because it's super important to to do that. <laughs> but anyway, hey, whatever. It's your spiritual life. If if you don't want to grow in your spiritual life, then that's okay. You you know, you don't have to, but hopefully, hopefully you do. Um, I just got home from Moana, so I'm... Wear my Wana Club shirt. There it is. Yeah. And uh, 
had the blessing of teaching small children God's word. I did share with them my vomit story, which was really super great. Kids love that stuff. Vomit story? Mm -hmm. Okay, here's the question for you. Okay? For we'll me? See, we'll see how smart Bearface is. Not very. <laughs> I did marry you, though. That yeah, was a smart move. Aw, that was nice. Okay, well, anyway, so... <laughs> uh, I just got a funny text message and actually it's not right it's not gotta get a Honda it's actually I want to buy a Honda you gotta say that really fast and if you say you want to buy a Honda really super fast then you can pretend like you're speaking in tongues but that's not the point I thought she rode a Honda oh, okay whatever oh so you could say she rode a Honda gotta get a Honda want to buy a Honda <laughs> Whatever. Whatever. Okay, sorry, people who are charismatic. That's bad. Okay, anyway, so first of all, welcome to the show, people. Glad you're here. <laughs> Second of all, make sure that when you are on YouTube, you hit like, you know, on our YouTube page. Even if you don't, just do it. Just be nice, okay? And hit ring like. that bell to subscribe. Yeah. And if you're on Periscope, make sure you, like, share it out. Just be nice. Just just be nice, people. Okay. All right. So, as I was saying, I was talking to the children tonight about vomit. Yeah, I was. And um, and there's there's actually in the news recently. There was probably a couple months ago. Um, there was Uber vomit going around, and uh, Uber vomit fraud. Yeah, it was. It was going around. If you missed those shows, you can go find them in the archive. <laughs> it was basically where Uber drivers were like putting fake vomit in their car, and then they were charging the people who 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 took the Uber ride, you know, and and all that. But anyway, but where in the Bible? Where in the Bible, people, do we see vomit? Okay, there are a couple of places in the Bible where vomit is mentioned. You probably didn't even know that until until just now. And there is one famous, super, 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 massively, uberly famous story where vomit is a very key part. Mm-hmm. You know what it is, Bareface? Come well, on. If you don't, I'm going to hit you on the head with this. Well, of course, Revelation chapter 3 is the first vomit that comes to mind. <laughs> but Wrong. Okay. Kim got it. Okay. Kim is super smart. She's more of a biblical scholar than you are tonight. Probably. You ever heard of Maybe. Jonah? Yeah. There you go, people. Yeah. Jonah. Jonah vomited up. Mm-hmm. Well, the big fish vomited up He headed Jonah. out like a human comet. <laughs> right, which is why. Seriously, I can't believe that you... Our Bible teacher for tonight. Well, I would consider that the lesser known one. I don't think so. All right. You, okay, so what do you guys think? Do you think like the vomit, like Jonah being vomited from the big fish is lesser than, than the vomit being spewed out of your mouth vomit? You know, mm -hmm. like God? I mean, I didn't even think of that until you told me it. So I'm just saying. Are there other vomit references <laughs> that you're aware of? 
Oh, so Kim says, but Randall, my first thought was yours in Revelations. Yeah. It's not Revelations, though. There are Revelations in there, but... There's Revelations the... in the book of Revelation. Yeah. But it's not Revelations. It's all part of one large Revelation. You're okay, Randall, considering we've been or have been ill, says Tracy, yeah. the queen of vomit. She came mm -hmm. to vomit at our place. Now, that's a Poor house thing. guest. Just saying. Yeah. Have somebody over your house. What do they do? They vomit at it. Well, it means they feel comfortable with you. <laughs> but, uh, but what a trooper. The woman gets goes to uh, the airport at like 4 a.m. or something like that. Yeah, something like that. With being so sick. Oh, my I know. goodness. Right. Well, anyway, so tonight I got to hear all High these five, all these stories about vomit. You know, I was so happy about that because I was like trying to leave so I could go get some ice cream. Because you know, my birthday was this week. I got a free ice cream cone from from Baskin Robbins. Yeah, I did. <laughs> all right. Anyway, in all seriousness, uh, yeah, that was. Pretty much how I wanted to open the show tonight. If you're watching the archive again, we apologize for this, you know, really sad opening. I know we should be more energetic, but, you know, when you're as old as Randall, things go slower. Yeah, they do. All right. So anyway, so what we're going to do tonight, people, is, first of all, wait, it's just in. If you are watching on Twitch, I would personally like to welcome you to our network. If you're watching on YouTube, and I see five of you are right now, thank you for tuning in. Make sure you hit that subscribe button, hit the like, share it out on Twitter. Uh, if you are on Mixer, nailed it. If you're on Facebook, hello, people. I don't know why you would watch on Facebook, but hey. Okay. And if you're on Periscope, you are on the most fun platform to communicate with us on. <laughs> so thank you very much. People, all of you people, I had to write down Twitch, YouTube, Mixer, Facebook, Periscope. And if for some reason you are watching or listening also to the audio archive of the show after the fact, then it would be super awesome and cool if you took the time right now, right now during the show, to go ahead and send me an email and let me know. By the way, I did get a donation from somebody who I have never seen anywhere on any platform. And Doug, if you're there, thank you. I'm going to write you a thank you note. I actually wrote it already. Just got to put it in the mail because just want to say thank you. All right. And I think that's it. So tonight, Bareface is going to open up God's word. And we're going to look at the use of tongues in what, where are we at? Um, we're going to be primarily in, uh, the epistle, first epistle to the Corinthians, the first epistle of Paul, the apostle to the Corinthians. First Corinthians. Yeah. What? 12. Chap chap we'll look at 12 first, 13, but my key verses in chapter 14, we'll get there eventually. So should I, like, can I read it? You can. I, I was going to use a new King James this evening. Cause... Okay. I can read that. I know how to read. So sure. I can read King James Version. Yeah. Okay, so first Corinthians Okay. Right. Um chapter 
12 or 14? 12, but before we read, let's pray. Okay. And then uh, want to give it a little background. Okay, wait. First Corinthians, I'm going to do this right now. 12. Right. And you're in the new new King James version? Yeah. NIV, NLT, ESV, BSB, NAS, NKJ? Yes. Got it. Found it, people. Okay. All right. Okay. I figure cuz I like the KJV and that's kind of off-putting to some people with the somewhat archaic language and then I wanted something modern but still anyway. Go on. Still a Texas Receptus. Though. Okay. Though the, uh, just what's... would you, okay, just pray. All right. All right. <laughs> Father God, you're an awesome God. Thank you for your patience, Lord, your power, Lord, and the purpose uh, that you have for our lives. Uh, it's better than any that we could come up with. We're thankful for the scriptures that you've preserved throughout the ages. And, Lord, we want to uh, give you and your word the reverence that they deserve. So we offer ourselves to you now that you might use this time as you would for our good and your glory. Open the eyes of our understanding and incline our hearts to follow yours. For we ask it in the name of Yeshua, our Messiah. Amen. You're wearing red and I'm wearing blue. Mm -hmm. We are so gender like non-conforming right now okay because i'm not wearing light red i'm i'm wearing blue though yeah which is a boy color yeah yeah it is if you, yeah. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> okay so what what do you want me to read tell me what and i'll read it and then i'll torture on then and then i will like go like that and i'll be gone and nobody will have to look at me and my big hair or anything. First, let me say, as we look at the first epistle of Paul the Apostle, Apostle to the Corinthian church, yes. Church Corinth, it's obvious that spiritual gifts were a an issue and that there was a misunderstanding because there are three chapters dedicated to the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Now, there are those, some believe that... All of the gifts exist or in operation today. Some believe that the miraculous gifts were for the apostolic age, and others, you know, believe that all gifts have ceased. Um, whatever, we're not going to get into that, but it's important that at the time, at least during the first Corinthian church, we can all agree that the gifts of the Holy Spirit were active. Uh, the so-called miraculous or apostolic gifts, because we find them, uh, many of them listed here in 1 Corinthians 12. So, but this really sets the um, the context, the backdrop uh, for the contention and the angst that this this misunderstanding, this lack of knowledge, was causing. So, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, uh, verses, uh, well, it's, um, let's go 1 through 11. 1 through 11, okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay, people. Hello, Vicky. I see you there. 
All right, so here it is. Now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant. You know that you were Gentiles carried away to these dumb idols, however you were led. Therefore, I make known to you that no one, speaking by the Spirit of God, calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. There are diversities of gifts, but the same Spirit. There are differences of ministries, but the same Lord. And there are diversities of activities, but it is the same God who works all in all. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to each one for the profit of all. For to one is given the word of wisdom through the Spirit, to another the word of knowledge through the same Spirit, to another faith by the same Spirit, to another gifts of healings by the same Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophecy, to another discerning of spirits, to another different kinds of tongues, to another the interpretation of tongues, but one and the same Spirit works all these things, distributing to each one individually as he wills. Amen. Amen. So while a number of these gifts are uh, listed, they're enumerated here, or identified in verses 4 through 11. I guess I could probably silence my phone so as not to be distracting to you or to me, to any of us. Um, it's clear what particular manifestation was particularly troubling. Was per, per, oh boy, maybe I need to drink some water or something. It was the ice cream I gave you. That was it. Maybe my tongue is partially frozen. Right. Let it go! Wait. <laughs> Sorry, couldn't resist. Nope. I have not seen that movie, by the way, but right. I did hear that there's some song in Frozen, something about letting something go. I'm not really sure what it's about. Anyway, so it's, it's clear, uh, even though there are a number of gifts listed here, there is one particular manifestation, manifestation that has been a source of trouble. Because now, concerning spiritual gifts, brethren, I do not want you to be ignorant uh, and what does he say? He says, therefore I make known to you what every gift and its function. No, he says that no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. I see that hand. <laughs> Do I need to be on camera? You don't have to be. I mean, okay, let's I... take a vote. How many of you want me on camera when Bareface is teaching? Because... Personally, I think it's slightly distracting to watch me if I'm on here and I'm not saying anything. Well, if you're not saying anything, but you've been saying things, so. Okay. But we'll, we'll wait for the vote. <laughs> yeah, put a one if you want me on here. Put a two if you're like, nah, you can leave. Because, you know, it really isn't important that I'm on here. Doesn't you don't want to contribute to the discussion? Well. I mean, I could i guess but aren't women supposed to be silent in the church this isn't a congregation <laughs> I mean, this isn't a... Mm. that was funny I know. 
Actually, I need to get my battery because my phone's going to die. I'm not going to be able to uh, see anything. And look, nobody's voting. So what's that say? Really, people? None of you are going to vote? Not one person? Okay, well, you know, that's okay. I'm not hurt, crushed, devastated beyond words that, you know, you Uh, haven't decided to. Not unusual. You know, the big voter turnout for national (laughs) elections, for local elections, even fewer turnout. (laughs) And then when it comes to what, in, you know, affects your life right in this moment, nobody They don't votes. care. Okay, so hey, it, two people have said it doesn't matter. All right. Okay. I, I need to know why, though, like somebody is, you know, tapping A, Bs, and Cs. I don't understand that. I haven't been able to figure that out. So I haven't figured, I don't know. Whatever. Anyway, you go ahead. You teach. Right. I'm going to go get a battery so that All this right. doesn't die so I can see later. Modern comments. Yeah. All right. Okay. So, although there are diversities of gifts. Wait, hold on. Kim Kim wanted me to repeat what the vote thing. So, the vote was, do you want me on screen or not when Bareface is talking? Because personally, I think I'm distracting if I'm here and he's trying to talk. And plus, he's super handsome and hunky. If he has the whole screen, then you can see, you know, yeah, his whole handsome, hunky face. <laughs> that air. <laughs> okay, whatever. Okay, go. Yeah. I'm going to, I got to get the battery. So. Okay. So, although there are a diversity of gifts mentioned, and there's there's this enumeration of gifts below, the obvious contention at the time was manifestation through the mouth or through words or the tongue. And he says, I don't want you to be ignorant. Let's straighten this out. Let's clear this up because it's apparent that some people were wondering, like today, well, this person speaking this, saying these things... Or this language, is is this the thing of God or is this the thing of the devil? Is this, you know, is this holy? Is this unholy? But he simplifies it. He says, no one speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus accursed. And no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So there's a good test right there, a little discerning of the spirits, if you will. If what is coming out of a person's mouth is cursing Jesus... I can assure you it's not of the Holy Spirit. If someone is saying that Jesus is Lord uh, and recognizing him as Lord, then it's it's by the Holy Spirit. No one would claim Christ is their Lord except by the working of the Holy Spirit. So, it, it, it's inter- interesting to me when he Paul begins to address spiritual gifts He says, now concerning spiritual gifts, that he starts with this issue, this manifestation of tongues through the mouth. Because, hey, no one speaking by God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is the Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So that manifestation of the gifts of the Spirit was obviously uh, the big thing. And not only that, uh, but going on down... uh, Apparently, there was this uh, perception 
that some gifts were better than others and um, gifts of the spirit and so he goes into this whole body analogy it was uh, the foot says well i'm not an eye therefore not important or you know so, so should the eye say to the foot we're not going to read all that but basically saying all just as all parts of our bodies are necessary for proper function the gifts were given for proper function of the entire body of 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 christ of the operation of the church with a capital c so, so much was the use of the tongue in terms of the gifts of the Spirit an issue that going to the next chapter, of course, there weren't chapters in the original. You know, Paul didn't write chapter 12, chapter 13, chapter... Um, none of that, um, you know, those divisions came centuries later, but it helps to find things. So, he goes on what we see in the famous love chapter, 1 Corinthians 13. He says, Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love, I have become sounding brass or a clanging cymbal. And though I have the gift of prophecy, and understand all mysteries and all knowledge, and though I have all faith, so that I could remove mountains, but have not love, I am nothing. And though I bestow all my goods to feed the poor, though I give my body to be burned, but have not love, it profits me nothing. So instead of this competition and comparison that, oh, these gifts are better than that one, and I'm more superior than you are because the Holy Spirit, as he has chosen, as he wills, has given me this gift, manifested in me this gift maybe just for today maybe for this week maybe for the entirety of my life is what what he wills what the spirit of god has done and what he's done is for the unity of all so instead of talking among yourselves which gift is better and you know paul says hey though i speak with the tongue of men and angels again he puts that even though there you know the word of knowledge there is um, gifts of healing, etc., that are listed there in 1 Corinthians chapter 12, verses 4, um, following that section. Again, he says, though I speak with the tongue, so with tongues of men and of angels, you know, whether they're earthly tongues or heavenly tongues, but I have not love, I become sounding brass. So, again, this this issue of the gift of tongues, the use of tongues, uh, really the Holy Spirit was obviously a, a paramount issue in this church. But he says, you know, it's about community. He stresses in the previous chapter that it's for the unity of the body, the gifts of the Spirit, and it comes out again here in what we call chapter 13. You know, hey, if I speak of earthly tongues or heavenly tongues, but I have not love, it's just the same as sounding brass or clanging cymbal. That it, it doesn't, it's of no variety, it's no of no value uh, uh, to anyone. So, as we move on in our chapter divisions, uh, again, uh, a construct of centuries later, 
but it helps us to you know address things and find things and um point to thing, reference things in the scripture. Uh, chapter 14, verse 6. Okay, <laughs> tongues must be interpreted. He's coming back again. This issue of tongues that seems to be this hot button issue in the Corinthian church. He says, but now, brethren, if I come to you speaking with tongues, what shall I profit you? And thus I speak to you either by revelation, by knowledge, by prophesying or by teaching. And let's take a break there. Prophesying. Some, you know, we often think of prophesying as foretelling the future, you know, or bringing some, you know, like, well, I was going to say like the book of Revelation, but what we find in Revelation is an, uh, a, a, a chronological orientation of the prophecies that we find in the Old Testament. Uh, they're just given um, uh, a sequence and a little more detail. Uh, while it is a revelation of Jesus Christ, it is also a, a reiteration of the things that God had prophesied through the prophets in the Old Testament. And that's, that's kind of a neat study to do that. Or another time. Uh, but we often think of prophesying as that, uh, you know, a, a glimpse into the future. But actually what most of prophecy is in the Bible is not a foretelling of things, but a foretelling of things. We see it in the book of Acts, um, where we see this first manifestation of tongues, whether or not it was the hearers, the listeners, understanding in their own language, or whether it was the the disciples there, the early church speaking in the language of these other people, it's not clear to me anyway. But in any case, they say, we hear each of them declaring the mighty works of God. And Peter goes on to say that what this is, these aren't drunk, as you suppose, being only the uh, what does it say, the third hour of the day? I don't remember. You know, so like 9 a.m., no, we're not drunk. But this is what we're told by the prophet Joel, or Joel. And then he quotes these things that, you know, your, your young man shall prophesy, or young men and women prophesy, whatever, old men dream dreams, and 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 signs in the, the moon and the sun, blah, blah, blah. And, well, it's obviously not... There were no signs of the heaven. It wasn't fulfillment of that prophecy. Although Peter said, this is a fulfillment of what was spoken by the prophet Joel. Blah. And the only thing that fits there is prophecy. Well, were they telling of things in the future? No, they were declaring the wondrous works of God. And that's the bulk of, of prophecy. Um is just telling the wondrous works of God. And we see that even in the major and minor prophets of the Old Testament. Some of them, this is what God's going to do, and this is what's going to come, but a lot of what they say is, this is how God is, and this is what God desires. Uh, it's not a foretelling of the future, it's telling the wondrous works of God and 
what he is and you know making himself known through the prophet so where was i going with that where i was going with that was when paul says you know if i come speaking with tongues what shall I profit you unless I speak to you either by revelation, that's something unknown, bringing into, uh, you know, something, um, you know, a divine revelation, by knowledge and insight to the way things are, by prophesying, that's different than revelation. Uh, prophesying is telling the wondrous works of God or telling about God or how great he is or what his attributes are. Or by teaching. Um, you know, something that is in Scripture. So, he says, Even things without life, whether flute or harp, whether they make a sound, unless they ha make a distinction in sounds, how will it be known how it, what is piped or played? For if the trumpet makes an uncertain sound, who will prepare for battle? So likewise, unless you utter by the tongue words easy to understand, how will it be known what is spoken? For you will be speaking into the air. There are, it may be, so many kinds of languages in the world, and none of them is without significance. Therefore, I do not know, if I do not know the meaning of language, I shall be as a foreigner to him who speaks, and he who speaks will be a foreigner to me. Even so, since you are zealous for spiritual gifts, uh, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. And that's where I want to camp out if you will since you are zealous for spiritual gifts let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel can i can i do breaking news right now um sure okay so i uh just happened to see a post from vicky <clears throat> vicky fitch uh, she posted this about 15 minutes ago Apparently, her son, Elijah, needs an MRI. Yeah, she posted a picture to emergency entrance at the hospital. Hmm. So, I don't know what happened, but uh, but why don't we, you know, pray for Elijah, Ben. And then you can continue with your, uh, your thing. How's that? Sure, let's do. So, all right, so let's pray, people. Let's pray for Elijah and Vicky and all that because we don't know what's going on but I, I i had to guess i would say he did a flip or something but i don't know so let's pray father i just want to say thank you for the opportunity lord to uh, come to you and thank you for uh just this time where we can collectively come to you and and um call on you for your mercy for elijah right now and uh, in your grace, Father, we don't know any situation. We don't know anything that's wrong, but he needs an MRI, which is never a good thing. Um, and so we just want to pray that you would bring your healing to him and give, bring your peace as well uh, into this situation. And we pray for a good report. Pray that you would uh, give Vicki your peace, give her husband, Terry, and also Zach, uh, peace. Just give the whole family peace, Father. We just lift them up to you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Okay. All right. Just keep that in prayer. If I learn anything else, I'll let you know. But thanks. Carry on, bareface. All right. Well, a little sobering moment there.
But what got me going in this direction is, as many of well, you regulars know, uh, last week, uh, Stacy and I were at a conference, a Legal Shield conference. Um, uh, live more, worry less. Legal Shield, great product, great service at an affordable cost. But it was a leadership conference, and much of it was dedicated to that personal development and becoming a leader. And the the corporation, Legal Shield, was founded by a devout believer. And while not everyone in the company is a believer, uh, some of them are unashamedly Christ followers and, uh, you know, spoke of such uh, from, from the stage. And, and it wasn't about, just like some said, become the best version of you and, you know, to bask in your awesomeness. Uh, they were making a point that the purpose of becoming a better person, uh, you know, developing yourself as a leader, developing yourself spiritually and emotionally, even financially, socially, was for the benefit of others. Yes. And and I thought, there's a scripture that, that speaks to that. And I was, you know... I remember let it for the good of the church, the edification of the church, which you seek to excel. And it's like, I know that somewhere. And it took me a bit to find it, and it's here in 1 Corinthians 14. And so... I will say that most of the top sellers at Legal Shield uh, are believers. So it's a, it's a great thing. It is. So, so here in the Corinthian church, where the Spirit was there. I mean, they confessed Yeshua as Messiah, Jesus as Christ, and therefore were filled with the Holy Spirit, and the Holy Spirit was manifesting in gifts of the Spirit as he willed, as he determined. And and this diversity of gifts, knowledge and healings and tongues and such of that, of course, tongues became an issue. As we saw back there in verse 12, you know, now concerning spiritual gifts, and Paul says, I tell you that no one, you know, uh, that no one speaking by the Spirit calls, calls Jesus accursed, <laughs> and no one can say Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So let's clear that up there. Obviously, there was some confusion, contention there. Well, they just, are they just saying she rode a Honda, you know, <laughs> Or, you know, is that a real language, or is that the Holy Spirit? Well, put it this way. If, if they're cursing Jesus, it's not the Holy Spirit. If they're saying Jesus is Lord, no one can say that. I mean, not just the words, but, you know, proclaim, except Christ is Lord, except by the Holy Spirit. So... So then there are obviously, as we go through, there's this contention, not only about what's real and what's not in terms of tongues, but also uh, this hierarchy of, well, this gift's better than this one, and gifts, this one's better. And um, and so he's like, no, it's, it's for the benefit of all, that all these works, diversity of gifts, but one spirit as he chooses, and for the edification of the church, and 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 then it comes back to and he says hey you know i'm you you want to 
Um, yeah, you want to, he says, you know, what you're doing is, he implies that what you're doing is you're pursuing spiritual gifts and hoping that love comes out of it. But he says, I want you to pursue love and to desire spiritual gifts. Your pursuit shouldn't be the gifts, because those, those are the gifts as the Spirit as he chooses to give. And therefore, the edification of the body. Therefore, to build us all up in love. So he says, to pursue love and desire spiritual gifts. And he says, yet I show you a more ex excellent way. Though I speak with the tongues of men and angels, but have not love... You know, I'm a noisemaker. Yep. The, the whole purpose of this gifting is to manifest love, manifest spirit, the spirit of God, the love of God uh, in, the, in the body of Christ for edification. And if you want to find out some more good, saw the stuff that edify you uh, in the scriptures, great place to go is Ariel Ministries, ariel.org. Yes, and right now I can tell you that there is a sale on Yeshua, Volume 4, Life of the Messiah from Messianic Jewish Perspective. Volume 4 is on sale for only $16.50. Get out. Yeah, it's it's a sale. I just saw it here. Usually the regular price is $33. Yes. Uh, so it's it looks like it's half price. So if you go to uh, ariel.org forward slash clearance, people, you will see that sale. Uh, that's the fourth volume of Arnold's book, Yeshua. So if you haven't got that one yet, I'll do it. You can probably use coupon code too, save 20% on that on that sale item. That'd be another $3.20 and 20 odd cents. That's besides. A, it's a great deal. Dang. Yeah, it's a great mm. deal. I was trying to find, um, they have a lot of uh, topical um, thingies, um, topical studies, rather <laughs> thingy, you know, that's the word we all use when we can't think of the word, <laughs> put a one if you know what I'm talking about anyway. Um, but yeah, there's topical studies here on Bible study methods, you know, you could do that Hanukkah, the feast of dedication. Uh, then there's like exploring the Jewish heart of the Feasts of Israel, if you want to learn about that, God's will, man's will, um, divorce and remarriage. I know some of you have been married and divorced and maybe you're kind of interested in the study on that. Um, anyway, there's a whole bunch of different topical studies, like six pages worth you can look at. Um, they have outreach videos. Um, there is the come and see studies, which are, which are really good. Uh, they're short. They're really easy to understand. So, you know, let me just encourage you, if you haven't done some shopping for Christmas yet or Hanukkah, you know, we just passed uh, Rosh Hashanah. Can't shop for that now because it's over. But if you, you know, want to do some Christmas or Hanukkah shopping, good place to do it. Okay. Just so you know. And it and use the coupon code. That way they know you're shopping through us. And, uh. All that. So, and the other thing too is if you uh, want to become a pillar of our community, this would be a great time to do it. <laughs> uh, yeah, we have some needs. Yeah, we do. Just a couple. You know, we just had a over $3,000 in vet bills. 
this past week. So if you want to donate now would be a good time. That would really help us get, you know, hopefully get some of that taken care of. Um, but you know, just give as God leads, you know, that's what we asked for. And then the other thing is if you want to join my text message list, text Bible news to three, three, two, two, two. Also just watch the ticker down there. If you want to shop through our Bible news radio store on Amazon, you can do that. Or you can, like I said, you can watch the Bible news to three, three, two, 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 get updates, contests, and more. All right. And I think, I think that's it, right? Is that it? Is that all we have? Yeah. Is that it? Are we going to be doing special shows this week to make up for the three we didn't do last weekend? We really should. Okay. So when do you want to do them? Well, <clears throat> what time? Well, maybe the same time if we throw in a Thursday. Monday, it's hard for me to do an evening yeah. show. I yeah. have Bible study Monday night. Right. So since we do Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, if we would attack on a Thursday for three weeks. We could. So what would you guys think? Answer us in the comments. Say, put like, put like, yes, Thursday, if you want us to just throw on another Thursday for the next couple of weeks. Or if you'd prefer like doing us like we do three in a row. And we try to do another whole week, which would maybe hard, might be difficult, but let us know what you think. All right. And then we'll figure that out because that was one of the bummer parts about traveling <laughs> was our, our broadcast schedule got, got, got changed a little bit. So there you go. All right. Back to you, Bearface. Yeah. I'm looking at uh, some of the comments over there on Facebook. Want you to know I'm not ignoring all y'all. Um, okay. Yeah, I can't see any. Except for Cindy. She said, actually, this discussion is distracting. I love Cindy. <laughs> I went to I went to high school with Cindy. Yeah, I did. She was my nemesis. She was one of my actually very first Christian friends. She was raised in a Christian home, and I was super jealous of it. I would just gotten born again, and she was a lifelong churchgoer, and I was like a brand new zealot. And uh, anyway, <laughs> we reconnected after all those years. She's a good, she's a good lady. She's adopted five children. She couldn't have kids like me and she adopted five children, people. That's a, that's a woman with a heart, just saying. But anyway, I don't know what the other comments are because I can't see them. All right, well. Uh, Facebook, Fred Green says, Jesus never spoke in tongues. Well, I, uh, it's clear that he was familiar with uh, Latin and Hebrew and uh, possibly Greek as well. But uh, Well, considering he created all the languages in the world, I, I think he probably knows them all. But as far as a, a, a prayer language or mm. you know, what I would say... Um, Tongue, well, he knew tongues of men, tongues of angels. I'm sure he knew those too. But yeah, there's no record of him speaking a tongue as a sign mm. of a gift of the Holy Spirit. So tongues were a sign for the Jews. Um, yes, and, and to unbelievers as well, as we read in 1 Corinthians 14 going further. But the Jews require a sign, yes. Uh, KJV 1611 are the very words of God. Um, well, actually, the words uh, printed in in 17th century English 
I, I'm sure that God <laughs> didn't uh, speak, you know, especially since the, the Old Testament is written in Hebrew and Aramaic and the New Testament in Koine Greek. Uh, I don't think 1611 are the very words of God. That's they what I'm, be, that's, that's always cracks me up they, about they the King be, James only people. They may be translations, <laughs> the very word of God, an English translation, the very words of God. I mean, just like the, uh, um, you know, like they're um, trying to think of the Spanish version. Uh, you know, they're, they're, they're the very words of God in Spanish. There are the very words of God in and in Hebrew and in Polish and, and other translations. Um, two. Okay, that's going back. There's a vote for anyway. And there's a vote for something. Yeah, I think oh. I don't know. It's a two. Anyway, nobody on Periscope is, is voting. I don't remember what it's for. They don't have a timestamp on the uh, Facebook comment. So Kelly Blyshack joined us at one point. Don't know if you're still there, buddy. Who voted with the two? Uh, Fred Green. I don't even know what it was. It was, was probably it? having me on the screen. Uh, yeah, it was. R.A. Tory asks, what is biblical love? Well, 1 Corinthians chapter 13 is a good place to see that. And even better, uh, we read in Romans uh, 5 that God demonstrates his love for us and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And it's that same that same example of love, of course, that Paul uses to the Ephesian church is to say, husbands love your wives as Christ loved the church and gave himself for her. So biblical love is a sacrificial love. In other words, um, be like bareface. A selfless love. Yeah, he is. He is a selfless lover of me, people. Yeah, he is. I try to be. Look at that handsome, hunky face. Of course right, he's... Tori. <laughs> All right, Torah says, why do you have the star of Rephram in the background? Rephran in the background. Remfran. I don't... No star behind me. I don't... There's a star behind you? There's a doorknob behind me. There it is right there, people. See right there? Maybe that looks like the star of Remfran on the video. I don't know. <laughs> Tell me about the Feast of Ingathering. Well, just like, so you know, we're part of the Illuminati. Yeah, we are. The Feast of Ingathering, like the, the Feast of Weeks or, or Shavuot. We carry a gavel with us. To This is a secret sign to all the Illuminati people out there. Yeah, you are. You know what this means, right? Yeah, you do. Justice in the palm of your hand. <laughs> um, oh, yeah, that was what I forgot to mention. <laughs> okay, look. Those of you who are like taking what I just said serious stop it okay i'm mocking okay i'm being a mocker just for the sense of entertainment just for that one moment i'm not really a part of the illuminati i know i've been accused of it before my hair like kind of gives it away but uh just saying all right anyway back to bareface oh oh sean said thursday is good periscope is not working Well, that would explain. So we got one vote for Thursday. <laughs> well, there's... Periscope is working. There's 14 people, at least over here. I don't know. Maybe uh, 80 viewers total. Wow, these numbers are pathetic tonight. Mm. But you know what? That's okay. I expect them to be pathetic when we're, we're teaching God's word on a secular platform. Okay, wait. So, uh, okay. Best. Now we're back. 
Okay, now there's five. So yeah, Periscope must have kicked lots of people out. Whatever. <clears throat> the people who need to hear this message will hear it. So where I'm going with that, whether it be spiritual gifts, whatever, let it be for the edification of the church you seek to excel. You know, whatever your ambition is, your ambition is to have this thing, this particular gift, whether it's that of teaching, you know, a pastor and teacher, as we read about in Ephesians chapter 4. Um, uh, I think it's chapter 4, yeah. He gave some to be apostles, some prophets, some evangelists, some pastors and teachers for the equipping of the saints for the work of the ministry. Um, that w whatever your ambition may be, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Uh, there's some people that have an ambition to stand in the pulpit f so that people will like them more. Or there's a lot of those people, actually. Yeah, uh, you know, there's there are those that you know desire to head up a ministry, you know, for the for the respect of their community or or whatever it is, whatever your ambition it is, you know, check your motives out. Um, the word of God is sharper than any two-edged sword, discerning the thoughts and intentions of the heart. So yeah, that's one way to check out your motives. Uh, but hey, if you're zealous for spiritual gifts, if you're zealous for spiritual works, if you're zealous for ministry, let it be for the edification of the church. Don't aspire to be the church treasurer so you can, um, you know, look at what people are giving and see who the deadbeats are and and have a say over there. You know, don't seek to be a, a trustee or a deacon or a whatever so, you know, you can lord over other people or you can finally get your say in what the direction of the church should be. You know, don't, don't, you know, don't let your ambition to be on the, you know, on the worship team so that people will look at you as a rock star. You know, <laughs> whatever it is, your position of what's supposed to be ministry in the church, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Is it good to get good at playing your instrument? Yes, it is. Is it good to be a good, you know, bookkeeper? You know, as a treasurer, yes, it is. Is it good to, you know, study the words to be a good preacher? Is it good to work on your, uh, you know, to work on your presentation and speech so you can give a better sermon? Yes, it is. is it, you know, et cetera, et cetera. There's nothing wrong with developing skills, what you might consider human skills, and um, mad skills. Mad skills. But let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. I'm going to go back to the scripture here in, in chapter 14 of 1 Corinthians. Paul goes on to tell them, he says, Therefore let one who speaks in a tongue pray that he may interpret. For if I pray in a tongue, my spirit prays, but my understanding is unfruitful. What is the conclusion then, or what then, really, as the Greek says? I will pray with the Spirit, and I'll, I will also pray with the understanding. I will sing with the Spirit, and I will also sing with understanding. Otherwise, if you bless with the Spirit, how will he who occupies the place of the uninformed say, Amen, or so be it, it is true. 
at your giving of thanks, since he does not understand what you say. For you indeed give thanks well, but the other is not edified. I thank my God I speak with tongues more than you all. Yet in the church I would rather speak five words with my understanding that I may teach others also than 10,000 words in a tongue. Because it's for the edification of the church that Paul sought to excel. He would rather say five words, <laughs> you know, of, with understanding that others would, that others, he and him, others, himself and others would understand so that he might teach them, even if it's five words, and 10,000 words in a tongue that if no one understands is of no benefit to anyone. So, so great, he's got the gift of tongues, but if no one's benefited, if the church is not edified, then there's not a value in it, and that's what the gifts were given for, uh, for the edification of the church. So, how, um, what is the proper use of tongues in the Spirit? Let's uh, turn to Ephesians. Need to update the the caption here for you. Ephesians, Ephesians chapter four. I, I'm, yeah, a little typo here. Whatever. How about I just abbreviate it? Since my fingers are dyslexic as my eyes. Um, Paul writes, therefore put away lying. Let each, each of you speak truth with his neighbors, for we are members of one another. Be angry and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath, nor give place to the devil. Uh, as a little aside, I love here that the King James and also the New King James preserves the different words here. There are different words in the Greek. Be angry and do not sin. You can be angry without sinning. Uh, you can sin and be angry too, but it's possible to be angry without sinning. That is, have this um, emotion of of being dishonored or dissed or you know or upset with some someone or some circumstance. Uh, you know, a righteous anger, if you will, um, and do not sin. Do not let the sun go down on your wrath. It's a different word. That's about getting even and making someone pay. You know, I don't get mad. I get even. You know that <clears throat> you're going to extract. You're going to exercise judgment and extract punishment. Uh, you can be angry, but don't take that into where you take judgment into your hands or you start to stew on. Ooh, I know what I'm going to do to so and so and. I'm going to do such and such. Don't let the sun go down on that. He says, nor give place to the devil. When you start to do that, when you become the judge of someone, you're giving place to the devil because the righteous judge judges righteously. Uh, left door and devices, we do not judge righteously. But again, when he talks about do not grieve the spirit here, not grieving the spirit, First thing is how we're using our tongues. Put away lying. Speak truth to your neighbor. Um, 
Verse 31, let all bitterness, wrath, anger, clamor, and evil speaking be put away from you with all malice, and be kind to one another, tender-hearted, forgiving one another, even as Christ Jesus forgave you. So one proper use of the tongues that God has given us, you know, here in our mouths, is certainly put away lying and to speak truth with our neighbor. Put away evil speaking. Um, you know, we're not to curse our fellow man. As James writes, you know, it, it ought not be that with the same tongue we bless God and curse our, you know, fellow man. That's, that just shouldn't be. Um, no one curses their fellow man by the Holy Spirit. Just as no one calls Jesus a curse, no one, uh, speaking by the Spirit of God, calls someone made in the similitude, in the image of God, a curse. That's just, in my understanding, not the work of the Holy Spirit. Uh, Ephesians chapter 5. Should have made a sh separate sh shot for all of these. Anyway. Um, where do I want to go? I want to go down here to, uh, yeah, let's pick it up in verse 17. Uh, Therefore do not be unwise, but understand what the will of the Lord is. Do not be drunk with wine, in which is dissipation, but be filled with the Spirit. What does that look like? Speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody in your heart to the Lord, giving thanks always for all things to God the Father in the name of the Lord Jesus, submitting to one another in the fear of God. So being filled with the Spirit, how that affects the tongue, what does that look like? It looks like speaking to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, and seeking, singing and making melody in your heart. To the Lord. That's 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 a manifestation of the Holy Spirit when it comes to your mouth, when it comes to your tongue, is the things that you say, and and they ought to be things edifying to your brothers and sisters in Christ. Um, you know, let it be for the for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Uh, similar uh, passage in, in Colossians chapter three, and I'll just not bother with the reference here on screen. Um, where am I going here? Um, yeah, verse 16. Let the word of Christ dwell in you richly in all wisdom, teaching and admonishing one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing with grace in your hearts to the Lord, and whatever you do in word or in deed, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through him. So, again, you want to see a manifestation of the Holy Spirit regarding your tongue? What is it doing for the body of Christ? What is it doing for your brothers and sisters, your fellow uh, followers of Christ? What is, what, is being, what is the value to them? Are they being edified? Well, yeah, well, then that's a gift of the Spirit uh, in the use of your tongue. Um, if they're not being edified, then I would say that's not of, of God. 
is it always pleasant speaking the truth? No, there are some painful truths, and sometimes there are those interventions. You have to be honest with people, but it's not to tear them down. It's not to say you suck. It's to say this needs fixing, and let's you know let's work on this together. Or you know I will encourage you, as as we read in uh, Hebrews chapter ten, exhorting one another to love and good works. Um, sometimes that requires that hey, what you're doing is is not a good work. You know, you know, be exhorted, uh, stirred up to love and good works. Either you're sitting on the fence or you're sitting somewhere you ought not to be. But here's the truth and love to build you up, to edify you, uh, that you might excel as well. You know, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. Bring others along with you. And finally, finally, finally. Uh, speaking of the book of Hebrews, the writer writing to Hebrews, uh, Hebrew believers, some of them were non-believers as well, and he's encouraging them to uh, make this break from ritualism. And picking up in uh, Hebrews chapter 13. Uh, let's... Uh, Oh, boy. Well, anyway, let's just pick it up verse 15. Whoops. Didn't mean to go there. Hang on. (laughs) 15. Uh, Therefore, by him, let us continually offer the sacrifice of praise to God. What is the sacrifice of praise to God? Right here. That is the fruit of our lips, giving thanks to his name. But do not forget do not forget to do good and to share, for with such sacrifices God is well pleased. But the sacrifice of praise to God is the fruit of our lips. Uh, if you recall the verses we just looked at in Colossians and Ephesians about speaking one to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, giving thanks, giving thanks to God, that uh, that's that sacrifice of praise, the fruit of our lips. So, all of this to say... Uh, the use of tongues, if you want to know, just just like going back to 1 Corinthians 12, there is confusion about tongues and what is it, and Paul starts right off, hey, concerning spiritual gifts, don't want you to be ignorant, uh, you, you know, a lot of you were Gentiles and followed after dumb idols, wherever they led you to, um, but let's straighten this out, no one's Speaking by the Spirit of God calls Jesus a curse, and no one can say that Jesus is Lord except by the Holy Spirit. So let's make this simple. The gift of the spiritual gift, the gift of the Holy Spirit, which is tongues, if your tongue is not edifying the church, is not giving grace to the hearer, is not stirring one another up to love and good works, um, it's not it's not of the Holy Spirit the way your tongue is engaged, and may we learn the language of disciples speaking to the with a gracious tongue lifting up the weary one as Twilight Paris uh, sang about and we listened to at the beginning of the show. So whatever your ambition it is is for ministry or maybe it's even in your community whatever it is 
let it be for the sake of others, the edification of others that you seek to excel. You want to become a pillar in your community? Great. Uh, if it's so that people might honor you and they build a statue to you or name something after you, you can have this wing named after you or this building named after you or this fund named after you, and you can go down with a great legacy as, you know, as someone to be worshipped, wrong motive. If, if you want to succeed as a pillar in your community so you can be a benefit to your community, right on. You know, again, uh, preacher, teacher, bookkeeper, deacon, trustee, whatever it is, whatever your ambition is, whatever you seek to excel, let it be for the edification of the church that you seek to excel. All right, I'm done. Want to come back? Undecided? Sure. <laughs> My eyes are so gooky. I put these eye drops in them. And, uh, yeah. You know how when you put eye drops in your eyes, sometimes it takes forever for them to, you know, mm. <clears throat> do that. Yeah, all right. Good stuff, Bearface. Good stuff. Good Word of God stuff. God is good. God is good. All right. Yeah. He's tired. It's time to go to bed, people. Yeah, it is. Of course, if you're watching this in the morning, then you're smart not to stay up late like we are. <laughs> uh, but, uh, yeah, and if somebody can figure out, explain to me this on Periscope where you're you're the tapping letters. the letters. Anybody know what that means? Angie, what does that mean? How... How do these letters keep coming up when you're doing, doing that, by the way? So, yeah. I don't know. I don't get it. All right. You have no clue either, huh? That's so weird. Yeah, you. Okay, so. Hmm. All right, well, I don't know. It's very weird. Yeah, it's it's coming up like C-A-B, cab, or whatever. All right, well, that's okay. Um. So I hope you guys enjoyed tonight's Bible study. Hope that I hope that you uh, go over to arieldo.org and get something there too. Those of you who have, thank you for doing that. Um, and is if I if Vicky updates about her son, I'll try to tweet something out later about that. Um, you know, so we'll do that. And I think that's pretty much it. Yeah, I think that's it. Thanks for tuning in. Okay, so uh, Thursday, let's see here. Let me look at my calendar, see if that's a day that we can do a show. Probably the best way to find out for sure is to get on my text message list. And let me look here. I'm going to see if Thursday's actually a possibility. Thursday would be the 17th. Yeah, that's a that's a busy day. But it looks like we probably could do a show Thursday night. So yeah, if we did if we did the next three Thursdays, that would work. It looks like we're good. Alright, so that's what we're gonna do. Okay, you got you're gonna put this on your calendar. Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday this week, next week, and the week after. We will now do a show on Thursday until we get these all caught up. All right, sound like a plan, people? Does it? Hmm? 
Okay, good. All right, so do me a favor, tweet me, text me, send me an email, let me know, show topics, news articles, thoughts, uh, you know, and again, if you want to donate to the show, you can do that through through our website. Uh, pray for our dog, Tuggy Bear. His, his um, you know, Tuggy Bear is, he's, he's a little trooper. He's doing great, all things considered. Uh, thanks for sending out text reminders. Yes. And that, let me tell you something, that service is a paid service. So just so you know, that is, that is something I pay for every month. So if you want to donate to that, let me know. <laughs> Cause we're, you know, we need to, need to keep that going. Cause I actually think text messages are the best way to stay in touch because you get them on your phone. They're not spiked. They're not hidden. Um, and you can respond back to the messages that I send with no problem. Uh, in fact, a couple of people did. And I get sometimes a lot of interesting responses. I actually do. Yeah, I do. All right, but that's it. Okay. Yes, we have a, uh, the, our address is actually on our website. <clears throat> it's, uh, it's on the website, right, Brandel? It's on, it's on the give page, right? Um, yeah, I believe so. Mm-hmm. And it's also on the contact page, I believe. On the contact page as well. Yep. Yep, we have a couple of people who donate by check. So, okay, anyway, so have a good night. We will be back tomorrow. I probably will be doing, I'm not sure yet. But anyway, if you want to follow me, kind of like for behind the scenes stuff, follow me on Instagram at stacy.lynn.harp on Instagram. I'm also on Bible News Radio, but I don't really update that much. You know, I kind of gotten to the point where I don't waste a lot of my time doing things that are not, there's really not a big return on investment. So, <laughs> you know, um, but I do tend to update Instagram every day for the most part and, uh, and all that. But Randall and I are, we're just trying to, you know, we're spinning our wheels trying to earn some money to keep paying for stuff that keeps happening <laughs> but hey god is good you know just saying we're doing good we're walking by faith and lord willing you're being blessed as a result i hope you are so anyway have a good night we'll be back on thursday but i will keep you updated through through my text messages so make sure you subscribe to that um <clears throat> and we'll see you then okay remember be bold stand up people go with god because he loves you <laughs>